All right, gang, welcome back for another episode. I think we have to say, first and foremost, this is too much TV. <laughs> this is more TV than I would like to deal with. Uh, it's like a chore or a job at this point. So, Harrison, I don't know why you thought we needed four hours. I've got over two pages of notes, so everybody buckle in. <laughs> I do not have that many notes because I lost some of them in a Microsoft Word malfunction. Thanks, Word. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> He's still causing trouble. For all of us, I mean. Well, I guess we better get down to it, because we don't want this to be much longer than our usual episode, so we're going to well, gloss some things over. I think, I mean, I'll say what I said to you. It's for quote-unquote four hours of television, but 50% of it is just uh, repeated footage that we've seen. I mean... Right, or coming in 10 minutes yeah, right. on The Bachelorette. Coming up on The Bachelorette. Yeah, after this commercial. <laughs> you and can't just, wait for it, you lazy fucks. I mean, there fucks. were at least 45 different shots of Lee smiling. Right. Creepy. Right, and, and like how, in the grass. how many times do it's we have to see? I don't get it. Some, I don't follow. It's a symbol, guys. They show the snake in the grass, but I don't get why that's there. So I'm a poetry teacher. <laughs> Enlighten us. Well, and how many times do we have to see Kenny's bleeding eye? Which obviously was not from a fight with Lee. I mean, we all knew that. It was from, from the a get-go. Viking game. Can we can we all acknowledge the fact that those guys who claim to be experts don't even know how to pronounce the, Viking? They don't even know how to fucking pronounce it. You know what? It was all idiots. It was it was all a scam. There's these guys who go around. It's amazing footage who pretend to be like fitness instructors. And go on news shows in the morning and like, mm-hmm. just, but just do horrible exercises. And I feel amazing. like, I feel like that's what these guys are. But the Viking, like, none of these are real Viking games. Excuse you, Viking. Viking, sorry. Viking. Yeah. Okay, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh boy, will we? That's going to be about three hours into this podcast tonight. Um, coming into the first night's episode. I mean, Kenny and Lee are just going at it still. Um, some, I mean, I don't even remember who said this because it was so long ago. <laughs> Cast your mind back. To Years have passed. Um, what's the who's the storybook guy who falls asleep? Rip oh, <laughs> I was gonna say Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Um, somebody says that they are, quote, a time bomb waiting to explode. Might have been Kenny, might have been Lee. Who knows? Might have been Eric. (laughs) Who knows who it was? Could have been Iggy. (laughs) Could have been Rachel. (laughs) Could have been Waboom coming back. Could have been Demario. Um, I did note the adjectives used to describe Lee. So he is, quote, a royal pain in the ass, a disingenuous snake. A bitch. A bitch. And his own worst enemy. Kenny even notes that he feels sorry for Lee's parents because he's such a bitch. <laughs> because they sucks. think that guy has to, that guy's our son, right? Yeah. That was great. Kenny has a way with words. He really does. Like he got some great insults off. I was pretty impressed with his um, with his insult game. I'm confused by where we start this episode. I think I needed to take better notes. When your notes are perfect, I you, have on you here. Did a great job. Just the, are they on a group date? Yeah, so they're at, they're on a group date, and Kenny pulls Lee 
out into the out onto the balcony. Well, why do I have that Brian and Rachel are on a boat? Are they they're on their one on one? There no. So here's what happened, and this is this is really important. I, wanna, I swear I watched it. I want to emphasize this heavily. So it's either it's a group date or the cocktail party. Now I can't remember, folks. We're paying very close <laughs> attention. It's like I mean, this is longer than The Godfather. Right, this drama that we watched. So no surprise that we missed some of the details. But here's what happens. Kenny and Lee are out on the balcony having an argument. Everyone's paying attention That's to Kenny right. and Lee. It's the end of the group day. Right. Except who's being a fucking genius? Brian. Brian. This is That's how right. this is how it's done, folks. The Smithsonian historian for The Bachelor oh. is going to be reviewing okay. this tape. For years to come. Seriously, no, this is... Oh, oh seriously? Seriously. 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 This is how it's done. Everyone else is caught up in this stupid drama, and Brian is being charming and making out with Rachel. Like, that's how you play the game. The dr- oh, the game is the, the game. The game is the game. Save the drama for your mama. <laughs> that's how it's played, um, though. I'm not sure if Brian is actually playing the game that well, because... Oh my God! His use of tongue during that kiss. I was no, I noted. Well, I'm gagging. Sure, I see you gagging. I was relieved that we didn't get slurping sounds. We did. No, I thought they cut it over with some music. Mm, we'll have to go back I mean, to the you tapes. You got a little bit. You, it wasn't, it was, <laughs> it's cutting through the music. They edited in later. It wasn't Josh Murray eating pizza, but it was damn close. And I didn't plus, think it was that slurpy. I mean, it was. Well, of course you didn't. We all know how you kiss. Well, the, the we? folks at home don't Me know that. and your college girlfriend. <laughs> oh. Two people can tell. <laughs> Testify. Um, and my grandma. Oh. That was just supposed to be like you give her a kiss on the cheek. Your grandma knows how much tongue you use. I guess. I guess that joke really backfired. <laughs> uh, Church of Christ, folks. Um, Kenny is saying, "I do have this by Snakey." By Snakey. Yeah. By Felicia. Bye, Felicia. And he says, uh, see what a bitch does when a bitch is confronted. Yeah. I have to say, so here's my overall take like on this. That. That's great. Yeah, that's he a, had... That's a good tagline for something. Yeah. He has all kinds of great quotables and, like, you know, you can see <laughs> that he's... A, I would like, a, like, an inspirational <laughs> calendar of, like, every day, a different thing that Kenny says. I like that. Um, I'll make that for you for your birthday, baby. We'll make... You can make that for a... For a listener and sell it yeah. we're gonna sell that in our merch store and I, you can keep your uh sugar bear vitamins <laughs> we don't need them sugar bear um no but uh, i what, think we make t-shirts sorry i just had a million dollar idea no let's what's hear the it. quote again it's uh see what a bitch does when a bitch is confronted let's make t-shirts that say that for that people can wear while they watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. <laughs> can we do that? I feel like uh, we might be like people getting against like, some trademarks um, there. Other, sh- other. Uh, do you think Kenny? I don't think that that's been trademarked. Did Kenny trademark that? Uh, there was that whole battle. Now we're getting way off topic. Did you see that where Chad? From the Bachelorette tried to trademark Waboom. I did see yeah. that. I read that to you. That's right. But yeah, did okay. you did you see? No, it? I I yeah. I think I was the That's one. That's really yes. cool that you discovered yes. that. Share I it found with that. Listeners. Yeah. Let yeah. me let me tell you about this great article that I saw on the internet and then read <laughs> to Anna. Um. Okay. Can we shut the Can we shut sure. the door on this? I sure. mean, uh, they get into a they, like they get into a fight. It yeah. Ends a non physical fight. A, yes. Yeah. 
importantly. It's a lot of tension. Uh, Jack gets the one-on-one. Oh, Jack Stone. Jack Stone. The least cool guy named Jack Stone mm, that yeah. you've ever seen. They're in Bluffton, uh, South Carolina, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, she says that they are, quote, perfect on paper, which is never good. Never good, no. you're perfect on paper and you purposefully get the bachelor or bachelorette to say that, it means that you're not perfect everywhere else. Right. And yeah, there's always a but following definitely that. Definitely proves to be true, Jack. Ooh, oh, yeah. my gosh. My goodness. It's actually impressive how uncomfortable I was. The most uncomfortable I was in this episode was not when they were discussing, like, race, aggression, yeah. or, like, someone playing the race card, or even, like, later in the episode when they're talking about, like, Will only dating white right. girls and Rachel dating black guys and and maybe not being there for a brother no 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 the most uncomfortable i was was on that one-on-one date with jack stone oh yeah oh yeah he's extremely (laughs) extremely long i noted one of the things that bothered me among the many things that bothered me about jack stone was that all his compliments felt very generic and insincere and then just really uncomfortable. Yes. And like long stares and long pauses. I mean, oh he could be... And he did a lot of the like down, oh, downward yeah. gaze yes. and then a like coy smile, oh. which... I feel like he should have been like fanning himself, you know, or like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like hiding his face behind like a 19th century fan. You know, he, to me, in looks, he looks like Brian, like... Those mm-hmm. two, I think, are very cut from the same cloth. Right. And we see in Brian all the ways that it goes right. And we see in Jack yes. all the ways that it goes wrong. Jack is really sliding doors, Brian, right? This is what Jack, as well, Brian could have ended up at. <laughs> <laughs> A few um, things would have gone differently in his life. So, first off, on their one on one, Jack says that he's really ready to take their relationship to the next level, which I feel like means fantasy suite or like. Right. That's what you say when you want to sleep with someone. Yeah, when or when you're going to say, I love you. As far as I can tell, they haven't interacted before right. this date. Somebody else does that too, though. Now I'm trying to remember, I don't know, it's somewhere in my freaking novel of notes. Um, but I felt like somebody else made a reference to something that I thought, like, that sounds like... Uh, you know, you're just looking basically to sleep with each other. Uh-huh. I don't know, I'll find it. <laughs> We're looking to take our relationship to the boinking stage. <laughs> um, I also liked it that Rachel, he keeps trying to kiss her and she keeps saying you're going to get sick. And I totally couldn't tell if she was actually right. sick or... I think I you mean, know. She was not sick when she was making out with Brian. No, it must have been a sudden illness, right. a 24-hour <laughs> bug. I know how that goes. <laughs> Were you on your period <laughs> for three weeks straight? <laughs> yeah. Still got that headache, Rachel. <laughs> um, yeah, That's he close. was doing another weird thing where he was talking about her dad and talking about how like he totally he's got like, her dad. I bet he's a funny. Is yeah. he funny? I bet he's totally a funny. He's guy. funny. He's and funny. And she's like, he's funny for people who know him. Yeah, like you have to earn it, which respect because I give it out for fr- oh I give the funny God. out. Yeah, to strangers on the street for a nickel. Laugh for yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Let's see. Well, and we have to get to the the real clincher of the day, which is she, when she says, and she's trying to, like, get something interesting out of him, trying to, like, figure out who this person is, 
and she says, you know, so if we were in Dallas, because, you know, they both live in Dallas, if we were in Dallas, what would you do right now? And he gives one of the worst answers that I think you can possibly imagine where he says, first of all, I'd lock the door. Lock the door. So now we're in an episode of The Fall. Yeah, I mean, it sounds, it really sounds like he's going to, you know, add her to a collection that he has in his basement. Um, I mean, this it's really a terrible answer. But then it really doesn't get much better when he says that what he wants to do is just lay in bed and hang out. Which, again, I was having trouble discerning how inappropriate it was. I, I on this date, I felt a little bit sorry for Jack mm-hmm. because I feel like he had no idea how he was coming across. Sure. And again, he probably was not edited very generously. In my notes, I, I think he's probably a really nice guy. I think that he probably would be great to date. I think he just Ooh, didn't. I don't think so. You don't think so? I mean, who knows? He, um, <laughs> he also just wasn't very interesting. He wasn't you know? very interesting. But again, I mean, if you knew him, he's probably a fine guy. He's like a lot of these guys, the tickle monster or whatever. He just he doesn't play well for TV for whatever reason. My real question is, why do you have to lock the door <laughs> to lay on the bed and hang out? Like, are people just bursting into Jack's bedroom all the time? Yeah. You know who's bursting in there? Who? Raven. <laughs> Hitting him over the head with her yeah. shoe? Yeah. yeah. Beating him yeah. with a high heel. Maybe that's why he was so off his game. He's still a little dazed. <laughs> so Rachel, not surprisingly, cuts his ass, but she picks the rose up. To do it. Like, this is yet another occasion where she grabs the rose before she just drops the hammer on somebody. Well, I mean, I feel like she kind of has to in that situation. She did it with Will, too, where she was like, I can't give you this rose. Yeah, but just leave it on the table. I would like it if she, like, moved it really slowly towards him and then boop, pulled it back. I want to tell you about how I cannot (laughs) give you this rose, right? You see this? Up, whoop, ooh. I want to tell you about how I'm going to give this rose... To Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really just leave it on the table. There's another funny moment later where... What if she um, lit the rose on fire? Take that, Jack Stone. Yeah. There's a, a similar moment with Kenny, with it, which is the inverse, where she's like, I'm going to reach for something on the table, and Kenny's like, what, those Oreos? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kenny. So, we uh, hardly knew thee. Oh, we'll get to Kenny. We actually do know actually, Kenny. Jack Stone, we hardly knew thee. Because, um... While this horrible yeah, date is playing out with something Jack, else horrible is going we're on. We're also juggling uh, what's going on back at the house, which is that Lee and Will are talking about what's going on with Lee and Kenny. Mm-hmm. Basically, Will is trying to educate Lee on why Kenny feels like Lee's words are so loaded, right. why he gets so riled up when Kenny calls him aggressive. Mm-hmm. And Will does it in a very like calm manner. It's not super accusatory. It's and it's not... really like, I felt like it was very eloquent. Right. Like it right. wasn't simplified, mm-hmm. but it was easy it was to understand yeah. for maybe somebody who's not quite as educated sure. as the rest of the group. Yeah, maybe somebody who's a little behind on race issues. Um, and Lee then accuses Kenny. Well, so let's read. So Will's actual quote was, "When you call him aggressive, there's a long-standing history in this country of regarding black men in America and using it to justify a lot of other things." And then Lee says, "So he's playing the race card." <laughs> what a fucking idiot! God, accidental racist. Yeah, not accidental. Yeah, well, on purpose yes. racist. Which incidentally is the next. Song that Brad Paisley and 
and LL, LL Cool J, J put out. Right, yeah. Even less, you know, Lee could record that. Sure. He's a country artist. On purpose, racist. Who's like a poor man's LL Cool J? Ja Rule? Yeah, there you go. So Lee and... Wasn't Ja Rule the one that did the terrible Bahamian... Oh, the festival. festival, the fire festival. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. If it wasn't you, Ja Rule, we apologize. Don't sue us for libel. Yeah. But um, yeah, he, so he yeah he doesn't listen to anything that Will says, and he accuses Kenny of playing the race card when Kenny never brought this up at all. Right. And then Lee is like, I don't understand the race card, and it's like, <laughs> well, no, you don't because I don't you clean- want your life. <laughs> Because you you clearly don't understand the race card. You don't even understand like when it is being used and not if such a thing even exists. Will also, I feel like, gives Kenny too much credit and says that it's due to ignorance on his part. Wait, you're talking about he gives Lee too he, much credit? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Did I say Kenny? You did, yeah. Just wanted to make sure. Sorry, thank you. Yeah, he, he's giving Lee too much credit because he basically is saying that he thinks Lee is just... Ignorant and doesn't mm-hmm. understand how words can trigger people. I feel like that is 100% false. I think right. that Lee knows exactly what he's doing when he calls Kenny aggressive. Right. Well, and that's what I want to point out about Lee is that he's he clearly enjoys using words to make people angry. And he's very good at it. But what's bizarre to me is that he seems to feel that this tactic is somehow winning him the show. Which I don't understand. No, I mean, I don't... I feel like at this point, I don't feel like Lee is on the show at all to uh, move forward with Rachel. Yeah. Like, I think at this point, he seemed to pretty much accept the fact that he was just there to stir up shit. And, right. And cause drama for as long as Rachel would let him. Yeah. Which I just... I don't understand what his game is. Like, he seems to genuinely be someone who just enjoys stirring shit up for no good reason. And he's very good at it. I mean, as we see later on that two-on-one date, he knows how to get under somebody's skin. He has to go to Bachelor in <laughs> I just... I don't understand why that's a valid skill. Um, no, or why he thinks... And I feel like they have people like that on the show occasionally, but... Lee is also so blatantly racist that I feel like you right. can't even get any pleasure out of watching him be the shit stirrer because he's just a fucking racist right. who's acting like a bigot. You know, right. like, I mean, well, it's not unusual to have someone on the show who's just there to create drama. Mm-hmm. Right, but this is so racially charged, and he's also so uninteresting. Yeah. Like, that's, he's just, I think, I really think that he's one of the worst villains in terms of just being. Like, I don't want to say boring isn't the right word, but like pointless Mm -hmm. or something. And that's not even the right word because what he's doing is worse than pointless. But like. I'm also annoyed with the show because I feel like he fulfills the stereotype of what everyone thinks is the South. Right. Oh, an asshole from Tennessee is a huge racist dickhead. Yeah. Who, you know, is being overtly and subtly racist in his entire time on the show. I mean, I don't know. He even did the thing that we mocked him for last week that he hadn't done yet where he's like, down in the South, we got a saying, if somebody's got problems, you pray for them. I'll pray for Kenny. Um, So he's even playing the, like, I'm a Christian card. He's He's like, Jesus loves you, Kenny. So he's even doing, like, that sort of, like, you know, villainous um thing yeah he's he's terrible as kenny tells us he's a lizard he's a reptilian Ooh, yeah snake snake by snakey name, by felicia 
Um, all right, we gotta move forward. To Oslo. Was that pretty good? <laughs> Was that a pretty good Norwegian accent? I don't accent? even know what. No. Uh, oh, is there a is there a rose ceremony? Yeah, there's a yeah. Where's that? <laughs> <my nose. laughs> there is. Uh, oh, right, because tickle monster gets yeah, just quite yet. Yeah, the tickle um, monster gets cut. Right. Yeah, and Iggy gets cut first, but before Iggy gets cut, he has the nerve to say a lot of people in the house are causing drama, and they're not going to be sticking around. <laughs> and I hope I'm not in that bunch, included in that bunch. Really, Iggy. I'm not a professionally trained psychiatrist, but I think that's what Freud called projection. When you put uh, your problems on s- to other people. Very astute, <laughs> Dr. Weber. Very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, she calls off the cocktail party. She cuts. So she makes a statement that she, she, and she says this a couple of times. She's looking for husband material. She's getting rid of all the riffraff mm-hmm. yeah. who she cannot see herself moving forward with. Um, and you and I have both said, in this round, you know, fine. You're not right. You're not going to marry Jonathan. Shocker. Yeah, Doctor Tickle Monster. I did like his exit interview. His exit interview was good. Yeah. Hashtag Jonathan for Bachelor. <laughs> And the uh, one I was hoping there was going to be one last tickle for the road, and oh, he does it! He does it! Yeah. I also thought it was going to be one of those things where, like in a horror movie, you always think the monster's dead and they're not. Mm. I thought it was going to be one of those things where, like the tickle monster, you thought he was dead, but here he's back. (laughs) He's come to Oslo to haunt you. Um, Iggy cries and says that. Perhaps the time he spent with Rachel talking about the other guys was a waste. <laughs> yeah, Iggy, you mm. think? Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, Iggy. he does say he has the interesting comment where he talks about how he's learned more about himself in like the last four weeks than he has. Yeah, it, which is an interesting insight. I want to say too that when Adam gets to stick around, uh, he says that. Rachel hasn't seen the full Adam yet. That she's gotten a snack, but he wants to give her the full <laughs> kitchen. I feel like that's not like. Wouldn't it be like the full course? The full meal? Yeah, yeah. Like yep. I want to give her the four course meal. Right, a snack in a kitchen. That's like the wrong. That's the wrong choice you on the give SAT. Her the whole kitchen. Yeah. The SAT yes. analogy. Like that's one of the things that's right. not right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then so Matt, who we haven't heard speak or he came or on seen. the screen that time, and we both said, "Who is that? right? Who is this person?" Which is. Not great when you're like a month and a half into the show. I feel like at least at this point, usually I'm like, oh, right, that guy. Right. I can't quite remember his name, but I recognize yeah. you. I don't even know. Who Where has he fuck? been? Yeah, he's like a cameraman who snuck onto the show <laughs> and no one was paying attention. Well, and usually they have the decency to put their name up, you know, when we don't know who they are. Maybe um, but, they assume that since we're six weeks into it, we don't need their name. Right. <laughs> I've been paying so much attention that I forgot about a rose ceremony, but whatever. Um, yeah, he uh, he's still around. And we talked about how there's usually a guy or two who sneaks by for several rounds just by not drawing negative attention to themselves. Sure. That guy's name is Jonathan. Yeah. That right. guy's we're name. We're done with that. Yeah. I feel like what... Really, Rachel, you feel like match your guy? But Jonathan at least had an identity. It wasn't sure, a positive one. But he had, like, Matt, who is he? He's Aww. he's an, a riddle well, wrapped say, in I enigma. feel like Jonathan's identity was positive by the end. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not positive in a romantic sense. I sure. guess that's what I that's sure. what I'm going to say. Like, there's no way that Rachel's going to marry him, um, but I do think that she enjoys his his company, as she says. She's going to miss him. So now we're going to Oslo. To Oslo. We're going to Oslo, Norway. <laughs> <laughs> And so we get a commercial for the hotel, which yes. whose name I didn't write down. The suite is sweet, we're told, and it's amazing, amazing hotel. We it's need amazing. to get their name in there. Um, it's it's bad PR that, that I don't remember their name. I wrote the name down of the other one in Denmark, so we'll get that. Um, Brian gets the one on one. Dean says that he thinks Brian's overconfidence could hurt him. Uh, spoiler alert, Dean, it doesn't. It does not, it Dean. Does I not. think you're threatened. I feel maybe like Dean bit. feels a little threatened by like the Peter and the Brian, maybe the better versions of him. Mm. I don't think I think that Peter is the better version of Dean, but I don't think Brian, Brian and Dean I think are kind of different. Yeah. Um. Let's see. They go up to an Olympic ski jump and they're going to rappel down. Rachel makes a reference to one eighty seven. Yeah. This. This is where I learned that Anna did not know what 187 means. The producer also didn't know. She said, what? And Rachel said, murder! (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. She says that Brian is confident when she sees him. She sees moving forward. Um, She gets bored very easily, but Brian doesn't bore her. I think, I mean, she obviously likes Brian a whole lot. And I think that Brian, there are worse choices out there for sure. Brian's a little older. Mm -hmm. You think top four for Brian at this point? I think Brian's definitely getting a hometown date for sure. Yeah, and I guess, I mean, we only have, what, eight guys left or something? I would even go so you think he's going to make it to the fantasy suite? They have so much physical chemistry. You know, they don't always do this. Can I make make an early judgment call? Top four, Brian, Dean, Peter, Eric. Yeah, I think that that's a strong strong choice. I I wouldn't swap any of those out. Um, And I think, too, we've talked about how Nick didn't really do this, but you would think that the the person would keep around someone that they have physical chemistry with for the fan, like up to the fantasy suite point, mm-hmm. you know, like why not take Brian to the fantasy suite weather? Cause clearly do it girl. Yeah. Get you some, <laughs> um, get you some in your penguin jammies. Um, do you think she's got three different sets of penguin jammies? I mean, we're really getting ahead of ourselves. Or is it going to be different animal jammies for I each would, of the fantasy I suites? I believe that she has penguin lingerie. Ooh. What would that entail? Like flippers? <laughs> <laughs> a kind of a white belly? <laughs> a little waddle as she comes in the ring? Probably Alexis is probably hooking her up with some of this stuff, too. Oh. Um, while Brian and Rachel are on their one-on-one date, I think uh, Eric and Anthony are having, I would say, a really interesting mm-hmm. discussion where... Eric is kind of questioning whether or not dating a quote-unquote brother mm-hmm. uh, is her choice right now. And he says out of five one-on-ones, only one black guy has gotten one. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, all you have to do is look at her pool of the guys that sure. she's keeping to see that she's certainly not favoring the black right. guys over, right. you know, um, the others. Anthony says that they aren't interchangeable like that, that he... Ever the optimist, he believes that she's just kind of looking at them for who they are. Right. 
Antony, of course, gets cut. At the um, almost immediately. Yeah. yeah, she walks into the room and cuts him at that point. Um, no, it was an interesting conversation. This comes up again a couple times in the course of this two-night episode, whether she wants to date black men, whether, you know, we get the issue with um, Will. One, interestingly, she says that she has always dated right. mostly black guys. Right, that comes up later, yeah. Um, Brian... Are we moving forward in the yeah. day? Because Brian yeah. drops a big bombshell, right? Yes. Dropping the L-bomb. Dropping the one. falling in I'm love. I'm falling in love with you. Does saying falling in love count as dropping the L-bomb? It's to me, I love you. it's got to be I love you. No, falling in love is hedging. I think we talked about this in our last fantasy yeah. league because uh, it was... Like, one of them said, I'm falling in love with you, but I think it has to be... It has to be I love, say, you. I love you. Right. But he does say he's falling in love with her. Um... And that kind of wraps it up, right? Sure, yeah. Move on to the two-on-one? I guess so. Is there a handball game? There's a whole handball game that I don't really care about. Is there anything we uh, want to talk about? Let's see. Oh, yeah. So they announced that Kenny and Lee are going on the two-on-one. And Brian gives Kenny advice and tells him to be the bigger man. And then we go to the group date, which is where they're playing handball. For those of you who do not know, it's a combination of Football, basketball, and water polo. Handball is life. I got football and basketball. I didn't really understand the water polo. I, uh, I mean, I don't understand water polo, so mm. that's part of my problem. They could tell me it's like water do polo and then do anything. <laughs> I'd be like, yep, I guess that's <laughs> like water. They could ride horses. And I'd be like, that's water polo. Josiah says that he's going to excel at handball because he has big hands, not Donald Trump hands. <laughs> well played, Josiah. Well done. Will uh, emerges as a seriously rich kid because he said he played a lot of handball at his summer camp. Oh, did you, Will? Ooh la la. Though he was compared to Jordan in the 97 finals, which is a sports reference that even I vaguely understand. My notes That means he's doing well. I have no idea what this means. (laughs) I think that it's positive. Is that... What what Jordan are we talking about? Jordan... uh, Michael Jordan. Jeremy Jordan? (laughs) MJ. Jordan. I can't think of any other Jordans. Uh, one more Jordan. One, one, more Jordan. Uh, one more Jordan. Um, Jordan. Ah, you can't do it. No. Jordan. Is there a Jordan in New Kids on the Block? Yes. There we go. There it is. Done. That was a, <laughs> this tortured reference. This is staying in. <laughs> We're going to make the listener endure all of that. Um, while the guys are duding it up, playing handball... Um, Kenny is FaceTiming with his daughter and like, I mean, crying way more than I think I've ever cried uh, when I've been, which is not to say that he's just out of town. Sure. Like he's been gone for a long time, but Mm -hmm. it was very sweet, very vulnerable. Yeah. I will say he calls his daughter pretty face, which doesn't go well with, or it goes well with your theory about how he's kind of overemphasizing the daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, probably doesn't want to call her pretty face around Rachel, though we'll get to all of that stuff. You know, you hate to you hate to say that kids ruin everything, although spoiler alert, they do. They do. Guys, Big time. to our listeners out there who don't have kids, don't do it. <laughs> um I do feel like kids are often the kiss of death in this show. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who go home um, very early on because the 
you know, bachelor or bachelorette isn't, you know, isn't ready to be a, a new stepdad. Right, right. Um, a lot of times it happens kind of midway in the show when it gets to be too much. I think that's what happened to Evan, too, right? Evan Bass? Oh, is that right? Or he just had a lot of dicks to get back to. <laughs> Listen, I've got a huge got a backup, emergency. huge backlog of dicks that I need to deal with. <laughs> They're just crammed into my office. Yeah, that's what happened. That's exactly how I remember it. Um, <laughs> yeah, he is well, on call as a dick doctor and his beeper went off. <laughs> he had to leave. His shirt was torn and everything. Um, stop. Amanda made it as far as hometown days. Right. And then Ben was like, oh, this oh, is what I oh, think this is actually. Yeah. Oh, and it was like four hours oh, of kids. Never mind. Yeah. They went to the beach. Oh, it was not four hours of kids. They went to the beach and the kids were tired on the drive home and like cried a little yeah. And Ben's eyes were like huge saucers. Right. I'm going to say you, Ben, that's a great day. You're going to be a yeah. real, real good dad, Ben. <laughs> that's a day that I shoot for. Like, oh, they just <laughs> cried a little bit on the way home. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, anyway, all I'm saying is previous uh, seasons have told us to be wary of Kenny's yes. very close relationship sure. with his daughter. Sure. Well, and you're right. Has anyone who had kids won? Mm, I mean, bachelor would, or bachelorette? I'd have to revisit the. You need archives. to get our stats person yeah. on that. Yeah, our full time stats oh, intern. <laughs> we um, have a Columbia student no, as an intern over the I summer. Really, I don't think so. No, I don't. And we got what you get, Emily. Oh, being, but oh, she didn't win. No, that's true. Did yes, she, she win? Did. Yes, oh, yes, she won. Thank you. Okay, there you, you go. Yeah, I, I don't need that intern. You're fired, intern. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Um, all right. What? So they oh, have a party oh, oh, after no, the no, handball no, no. game? I want to say that while Kenny is being super sweet and crying on FaceTime with his daughter, Lee is lifting weights in jeans and cowboy boots. <laughs> nice. I miss the jeans part. Oh, but... yeah. What do you work out, work out in if not jeans and... And cowboy, cowboy boots. boots. What do you do anything? What do you wear for anything except jeans and cowboy boots? He also boots? wasn't lifting very much. Yeah. As somebody who regularly goes to Orange Theory, looking for a sponsorship. <laughs> uh, get it together, Lee. Come lift, on, buddy. Lift heavy, buddy. Um, okay, so we want to go back to the group Back date? to the group date. All right. She says that things are going well. Um, she's seen a different side of Will. Their relationship has been taken to a different level. Maybe that's what I was thinking There's of. There's the different level. Did yeah. y'all sleep together? Clearly not. No. <laughs> um, Alex has written a letter and just reads from it, which yeah. I just don't ever like. I always feel like that's a plan B. You know, like, there's always going to be a better plan than that for your time alone. Like, it's, yeah. I don't think it's a terrible idea, and sometimes they like it. I don't think like it's it. a bad idea to give a letter. Right. That's a good point um, for later. And that's also a good idea because it's like you take something, they're thinking about you later on. It's kind of a Costanza move, right? They're thinking about you. Costanza. Costanza. Like, yeah. Kind of leave, leave a little something. I know. Yeah. I got the reference. I didn't know if our listeners at home were going to catch that. Um, They're smart. Josiah, on the other hand, does not do well. On <laughs> no, the group does day not go well. With Rachel, uh, he tells her that he he gets a little little creepy. He tells her that he, honest to God, believes that she is the woman of his dreams. Right, that God has like put. He God has ordained those, it. Like manifest destiny. Yeah, that it's it's meant to be. <laughs> 
Um, Rachel, on the other hand, and you can tell that he just really thinks that he sounds good. Right. And he's completely oblivious to the fact that Rachel is totally not feeling it. I mean, she's basically all but just rolling her eyes, right. Tina Fey style. Right. Jack, I want you to pay close attention to the following over-the-top eye roll. Oh, brother. And Josiah is totally oblivious. Yeah, well, and then she not only rolls her eyes, but she tells him, she gives him a great comment, which is kind of sort of what I was saying about Jack, too, is like, that Josiah is not asking any questions about her. Like, mm-hmm. he's not interested. Like, again, it's sort of generic. Like, you could give this speech to any woman. Yeah. You know? And, and But then what happens is he doesn't, like, say, oh, you know, I hadn't thought about it that way. Let me ask you about blah, blah, blah. He Instead, just does not he absorb just totally the... totally runs through what he was doing. Right. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't absorb the commentary at all. On the other hand, Rachel says that Peter notices things about her that no one else does. Not, he gets her. Yeah, he notices things that not even Jack Stone noticed, despite the fact that he was staring at her the entire day. <laughs> Did you notice that I kept staring at you? We all noticed that, Jack. Oh, You're a serial killer. Oh, buddy. Um, because of Peter's ability to, say, ask her questions right. about herself. Mm-hmm. Express interest. Some hot tub time. Oh. And guys, things got steamy. Not just from the hot tub. Things got so steamy that I, in fact, asked Ryan the question, wouldn't it be awkward for him to have to get up with a giant boner? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, y'all go ahead and uh, go back to the... Yeah, I'm going to turn the bubbles on for another minute. <laughs> Whew. Oh. And I'll say he notices things about Rachel that nobody else notices. Get see her, see her in oh, a bathing suit. Okay, yeah. All right. I'm really killing him with yeah. these references tonight. Put that right there with the grandma joke. Nailed it. Um, she, despite getting real close with Peter in the hot tub, she gives the date rose to Will, which, in retrospect, is really interesting. Right, considering Wait, what happens. How is that possible? So the next, okay, there's like roses that are up for grab. Grabs up for grabs, um, in part two. I right. guess like that. There's two rose ceremonies in part two. That's lunacy. I don't know. Hang on a second. Yeah, because I, I have like the same thing. Something something's amiss something, here. <laughs> something is not right. <laughs> because um, I have also that Will gets the rose in my notes, but yeah, I think there is. There's a rose ceremony. After the two-on-one. Oh, yes, you're and right. And then they okay, go to Denmark. that's when she sends home Josiah and Anthony. She right. keeps Matt again. Again. Really, yes. girl? Really, Rachel? Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert, Matt wins. I checked yeah. Reality Steve. He wins the whole thing. Okay, so that's right. Will gets that date, Rose. Um, they do a bunch of foreshadowing for the two-on-one date. They take a helicopter into the wilderness. And we get a little bit of the two-on-one date. I mean, it's what you would expect. So it's we should say it's Lee and Kenny on a two-on-one well, of course, together. Of course. I don't know if we we, we have people who don't. Did uh, say that? Did we say it? Okay. I said it. Yeah. I'll roll okay. because we got the intro to it before the group date. Oh right, right, right. Okay. Um. So we get a kind of he said, he said, if you will. Awkward. So Kenny goes first um, after the producers show a snake in the grass again. <laughs> do you real, real subtle? Do you think they had to bring a snake I, out? I absolutely do think that. No, right. there was just a big uh, no, Ryan. There was a giant snake there in Norway, and they yeah. thought, "Wait a minute! Whoa, this Hang is on, guys." Kenny's been calling Lee a snake. Uh, hold this on, time. yeah, and there was a bitch just standing there too, and they found that. <laughs> 
shots of a female dog. Um, Kenny tells Rachel that every time they see each other, it's fun. And then they both say, onion time. <laughs> and I don't know what I that means. I love that. Right. Like, I want to start using it. <laughs> right, because I didn't know if that was an inside joke or if it's just some reference that we don't get. You thought it was a black people joke? No. <laughs> what I meant was like, if it's something that happened on a previous episode with just the two of onion them. Time. <laughs> now I'm appropriating Right, it. yeah, that, that's always what happens. It's um, like Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Will Smith. Yeah, it's just like how Actually, now... Actually, that's Will Smith's latest single. <laughs> onion time. Oh, no, 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 onion time. <laughs> but basically, I mean, Kenny is what you would expect. I feel like he's honest with mm-hmm. her. He's upfront about like what has been happening and what he regrets about the situation. Um, and Rachel says, in turn, that her gut instinct is to trust Kenny. Mm-hmm. Lee, on the other hand, comes, and I mean, from what we could tell, just basically lo- tells right. a huge lie. They would have shown it. So he claims that Kenny pulled him out of a van. They would have shown that. That all the guys were like, oh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He said also that um, that Kenny has told Lee that he has a dark side. Oh, right. That comes out that when he comes drinks. comes out when he drinks. This guy really is kind of a master manipulator. He is. I mean, he's a terrible human, but he is a master manipulator, um, of course, which often are things that go hand in hand. And so Rachel is really, like, she's fed up with this whole drama at this point. Yeah, and she says that she uh, didn't want to have to do it, but that she's going to have to bring out lawyer, Rach. You just got lawyered. <laughs> lawyered. Boom, lawyered. Um, to be added to our calendar of inspirational Kenny quotes, we leave this part one with Kenny saying that Lee will get, quote, washed under in a tide of realness that is Kenny. <laughs> then he starts laughing like, maniacally. Like, pretty maniacally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's pretty great. I mean, I Kenny makes a big mistake that we'll talk about in just a second, but... I did enjoy. I mean, obviously, Kenny is the better human and the more interesting human um, coming out of this entire thing. So I guess this is where we move into the night two. Yeah, let's do only forty minutes in. Yeah, we gotta we gotta roll this. We gotta roll this along. All right, Kenny lays into Lee. um, A lot of bleeping. Yeah, (laughs) which was, I will admit, pretty satisfying to watch. Oh, sure. Just, I mean, he's like laying into him. The thing is, the reason Lee is so good at being manipulative is he doesn't respond. He's so good at like just smirking like mm-hmm. it, it is infuriating i could see why if you were in that moment it would just like would needle you, so, you. Yeah. oh yeah um so rachel sends lee home she says she doesn't trust him um she tells kenny she's not ready to give him the rose that she'd like to spend more time with him tonight to figure it out when she cuts lee his response is that's okay sweetheart Oh, brother. Oh, what a dick. Yeah. Um, Kenny says, so they, <sighs> this helicopter comes down. Rachel and Kenny are. Are on board. On their, yeah. And yeah. then Kenny's like, I need to say goodbye to Lee. Right. Oh, it's, it's one of the biggest mistakes I think I've seen in Bachelor Which history. I will say, I mean, it was a mistake. Rachel is very annoyed. Right. She's like, this makes me look stupid. Um, why is he still giving him attention? But 
Kenny doesn't go back to like lay into him. And I think that when Rachel watches the footage back, mm-hmm. she won't be annoyed because he's like, I hope you like find, you know, yourself. Like you mm-hmm. can be a good guy. I feel right. like he's, there's a good version of you in positive. there. Right. Yeah. But, but, but what it looks like is that he just goes back to like right. yell at Lee one more time. Well, and regardless of what he said, which was, you're right, not, not that bad. Um, it's a mistake to like give more attention to the conflict. Definitely, it's been a mistake to a give mistake. attention to yes. the conflict that's all how along. Got drawn into, yeah. It. And I mean, that's it's. We say it over and over again. Broken record. Like, do not feed these conflicts. Mm. Like, just ignore them and be the Brian who is just making out with Rachel while everybody yeah. else is causing conflict. But anyways, they eventually do fly away. Presumably, like um, guard and protect, Lee is left to die. In the Norwegian wilderness, <laughs> I love. I mean, they always imply that these people are just they left stranded well, there. Usually, they give an exit interview, and they did not grant that to yes. Lee. So I think that he was pretty in pretty deep shit with the producers at sure. this point, or yeah. at least if he did give one, they didn't show it. Sure, right. Um, okay, she says that she still needs to figure out whether or not Kenny is husband material, and then. Uh, I mean, they have a good, you know, ending to the Mm -hmm. time together. But we go into the rose ceremony. Josiah is too confident. He's talking about how good he feels. Like 50 quotes of Josiah saying, like, there's no way. There's no way. It was, I mean, it was Hillary supporters on uh, November 8th. (laughs) I can't lose. That hurts, Ryan. It it, it hurts, but it's the truth. All right. I mean, it... uh, it's uh, he, he's way too cocky, and you can tell they're just loving playing all these quotes of him um, being super cocky. Yeah, um, she cuts Josiah, but she also cuts Anthony, which right. was a shocker to me. Yeah, I me they too. Had a good day. Like, please explain to me what Matt has done right. that requires him to stick around, and and Anthony gets right. Cut? Anthony rode horses with you on Rodeo Drive, and Matt apparently has stood silently in the corner for the last four weeks. And yeah, I have no idea. Eric notes, two more black guys get sent right. home by Rachel. Well, I mean, it doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. And I know, you know, she had that sort of breakdown a couple weeks ago talking about the pressure of the role, and I think this is one of the things that she's talking about, is mm-hmm. being judged for making decisions like this. I think why it's tough is so when she cuts Will later on, it's very clear why she does it. There's a clear explanation, but w- and I think that's what makes but the difference. But if you were just looking yeah. at, I mean, it's kind of what Anthony was saying. Like, she's looking at all of us individually, but if you just look at it, in this two-night episode, she cut Will, Josiah, Anthony, and Kenny, technically. Sure. Yeah. So, you know. Well, and, um... As it, I said, Josiah... Go ahead. Rachel's racist. <laughs> um... Josiah also has a great exit interview where he's like, what, you think Matt, you have a better future with him? Or like the KGB agent, you think you've got a better future with him? Oh, yeah, she cuts Alex. Later on, she cuts Alex, yeah. Yeah. No, I know you were upset about it. Um, all right. Yeah, it's a bloodbath, these two episodes. Yeah, we we got, we slashed a lot of gentlemen. Yeah, we lose a lot of good men and some terrible ones. All right, we gotta move forward. Eric gets the one-on-one, um... They talk about how many kids they want to have because they're just like, uh, what? They're kind of walking around Copenhagen, yeah. like being yeah. tourists. 
And Rachel says she wants four kids. Eric wants ten. Well, and Eric reacts like he's surprised, and Rachel seems to think that this is, like, too high of a number for him. And then he's like, I I want ten. Yeah. And then Rachel's vagina went. She slipped right up. We also have to note. Zip it up. Zoop. That the um, date card said, I'm coping to love. And they made that joke about 12 more times. I mean, it was like me abusing the I was going to say, that is something yeah. that you Oh, that's do. the pot, you know, criticizing the kettle here. But I, that's why I noticed it, I think. Um. All right. Will gets the other one-on-one. Oh, we know, are we done with Eric already? No, we're not. Okay. But I'm, that was my next note because they talk about who's on. You get the date card. Ah, right, right. We cut back is to the. Is this where your notes cut out? Yes, perhaps? it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Well, there yeah. we go. So if it seems like I'm talking a lot for the next half of the podcast, it's because Ryan deleted his notes. I I can still jump in and kind of mansplain what happens. Just like you just did. Like I just did, yeah. Are we we done? Are we done already? No, no, Eric, there was more date there to be had. All right. Um, I mean, I liked Eric on this date. She said that he was able to finally open up. Eric said that he can't love because he never got love from his mom. Don't blame your mom, man. (sighs) Moms aren't in charge of everything. What about your dad? Where's Mm -hmm. the dad? Where's the dad in all this? Mm -hmm. Where's your dad not showing you love? Um, um, but he's trying to learn to let go and open up. I thought that they were cute on this mm-hmm. date. Like I haven't been a, I haven't not been an Eric fan, but I haven't been a huge Eric fan. I thought I liked him more after this one on one. Well, I agreed to. I same thing. I just felt like I didn't know him real well. There was mm-hmm. some other more dominant personalities that kind of have overshadowed him, and now I think with them gone. Well, and I feel like Eric is doing that thing uh, that sometimes works out. I mean, it's uh, something similar to what Vanessa did. I feel like he's not just not questioning the process. And Mm -hmm. to some degree, I respect that. Like, I like it that he's thinking like, well, I'm trying to figure out if Rachel even wants to date a black guy. Like, where, where do I stand in all this? You know, again, I think that to me is a much more respectable position to take than to just be like, I'm on the show, and I'll just go along with right. whatever. Or the, like, or the, the or the Josiah thing of, like, I think this is the woman of my dreams. We're right. going to get married. I know. God told me that we're going to get married. <laughs> well, you can't argue with that. Right. It's true. Um, okay. He does get the date, Rose. We are moving on to the group date. <laughs> the Viking. The Vikings. There are two, basically what I can tell, two gnomes that are there to teach them about (laughs) Viking fighting, Viking fighting. Viking fights. Is it really? You heard it too. Oh, yeah, that's what they were saying. I mean, I don't know what their, you know, what role the accent is playing and what role, you know, maybe I've just been saying it wrong my entire life, but... uh, I like it that Alex says that he's, quote, literally meant for group dates because they involve dressing up and getting physical. (laughs) And he's not wrong. He's not not wrong. wrong. No, he is not. Yeah, so there's um, some fights to be had. There's like a weird game with like a greased rod that they have to pull out of Rachel's hand. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Greased rod that Rachel has to pull out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, there's a lot of different games. I want to say, too, though, that 
before they start the games, they all say that they have the Viking spirit and they like yell really loud. Mm -hmm. It's the only time when I've thought, oh, Waboom would have been really great. Yeah, this is where Waboom shines. Yeah, I would have liked it if they had all yelled Waboom. That would have been nice. A nice tribute to their fall. And that's true. They don't have the trademark for it. Um, Kenny says that nobody else has been tapped by the Viking spirit, and Adam says that his blood is moving with Viking adrenaline. They're all really feeling it. They are. They get into it. And, I mean, good for them. I know that's always what Rachel wants. Um, it looks like, based on the, um, post-credit scenes, that uh, Dean was maybe having a little more trouble than the rest, um, but was spirited yeah. about it, and, and a good sport about Dean it. Dean seems to be a really good sport, and I've said this before, I feel like that's what the group dates are actually about. Yep. It's not like, can you beat the shit out of some guy sure. with a shield? It's, can you take a situation where you might even feel a little uncomfortable and just have a good time? Right, and, and roll like with Dean it. Does yeah, that. yeah, definitely. And that's what he did with the basketball game, too. Am I remembering that right? Yes, Same guy? You are. Okay. Um, Kenny wins the Viking competition. But not before splitting his eye open as in a Adam scene. As Adam does as well. Yes, in a scene that we have been shown for what feels like months. I feel like I've been seeing clips of his bloodied eye yeah. since, you know, t- 2014. But, anyways. Who gets the date, Rose? You don't know. I don't know. I lost my notes. Yeah, I'm flying blind at this point. <laughs> um, well, great. Yeah, I got nothing for you. Thanks. Uh, this is when. Is this, this is when, sorry guys, this is when Kenny gets This is when home. Kenny leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she says that Brian accepts her for who she is. And that's one of my notes. And then she sends Kenny home. But I, I mean, I, it was my impression that Kenny kind of chose to go home. Yeah, me too. He was, you know, saying that he wished that they were further along. He kind of was doubting where they stand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, he has, he's got a lot waiting for him back home. Got pretty face back home, so. Oh, daughter. Oh, pretty face. No, I mean, it's, we see these decisions from time to time, and I think they're almost always the right choice. Like, am I going to stay away from my kid for three or four more weeks? Right, just so that I can be cut before hometowns. Right. Yeah, I feel like Kenny probably had a sense that, fair or not, due to the Lee drama, they were not, he was not as far along with her as some of the other guys. Right. And I think that's Mm -hmm. right. I will say, I love me some Kenny. I know. I know. You do love Kenny me some Kenny. Kenny Bachelor all the way. I, I really like Kenny, too. And he, you know, again, as we said, he's a wordsmith. He's a... Uh, he's a poet. He is a poet. He's, he's a, a poet a uh, wrestler. He is, indeed. <laughs> yeah. No, I liked him, too. I um, Despite getting dragged into all that controversy, I feel like he comported himself well for the most part. Okay, so Kenny gets sent home. Somebody gets the group date, Rose. I'm that not happens, sure who, yeah. yeah. No, we don't know. Anybody. I mean, it if anybody's Matt, made it. Was it. Matt. <laughs> yeah. Someone really stood out to me this week, Matt. Okay, one on one date with Will. I think maybe she didn't give out the group, Rose. Um, they go to Helsingborg, Sweden. That's not Sweden. How do you say it? Helsingborg. That's what I just said. Helsingborg. Perhaps more German. <laughs> Jawohl. Helsing, Helsingborg, Sweden. Now ready with my Swedish accent. Bonnie Stinson are men of power and virility. The office shall be here in the head of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. We, had, uh, we did notice that this was a lot of Scandinavia for The Bachelor. I mean, we already did Iceland I think a earlier. Lot, a little Scandinavia goes a long way. I think so. There's only so many times that you can play the hoo-hoo. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, it certainly goes a long way for us. We're tapped on our Scandinavia references, folks, as you can tell. Rachel makes a Hamlet reference at one point. Yeah, the producers definitely had to feed her that, right? No, I don't think so. me of my favorite Hamlet no, quote. she's a lawyer. To she's... be or not to be. <laughs> it's an obscure little quote, something you may have heard. All the world's a state. <laughs> what is it? Is that right? That's right, right? That's, that's not from Hamlet, but it is a... Anywho, yeah. um, all right. They so Will and Rachel are off to Sweden. Take a ferry boat to First, Sweden. They have a coffee with a random Swedish couple that's been married for thirty-five years, and unfortunately for all of us, is still making out. Ooh, gross. Nobody likes to see it. You don't even like to see Brian and Rachel make out. I don't like so, to see anybody yeah. make out. They should have edited it's in the some wrong more show for me. slurping sounds for that old couple. They should have just like looped it so it looked like they were going at it for a while. And then while the Swedish couple, after they make out. Uh, Will and Rachel kind of have oh, to, and it's the, the most chaste kiss. It's like a brother and sister kissing. Which I kind of get. Like, what? here's this random couple yeah. that you don't know. Now let's kiss in front right, of each other. Right, let's see you do it. Um, and she, you know, she's not feeling the date. She says that Will has only held her hand. I mean, to be fair to Will, they're out in public at some, like, medieval castle like what is he gonna do just right. start like bumping and grinding yeah her? in the at this castle let's let's go to town right now yeah go, go to town go to town, go to Dick town. <laughs> population you pound town time <laughs> <laughs> Dick Town is fine. Um, That's also an acceptable uh, euphemism. It's time for some deep D. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, David. That's for our listener, David. Yep. You know who you are. Um. All right. But regardless, whatever she wants him to do, I he's don't know. Not he doing he's it. not doing it. Um, he, I mean, he is kind of standoffish. He doesn't seem that into her. He's given um, some real interesting facts and observations about the surroundings. He, Rachel tells him, or no, that was the Eric date, never mind, when she says, I know a fun fact about Denmark. This is where fishermen live. <laughs> <laughs> um, wrong day, buddy. Wrong That's date. why you shouldn't delete your notes. Yeah, it was the software. Um, so Rachel and Will both are connecting because they both grew up in predominantly white areas, but Will says that because of that, he has mostly only dated white girls, and Rachel says that she dated mostly black people despite living in a predominantly white area. So here's what I want to say about this, because... So they they talk about this. Will talks about this with somebody earlier. Now I forget because I don't have notes. Um, And uh, Dean and, what, Eric talk about it later, about the the Mm -hmm. issue. Because Um, Dean is saying, like, why does she even need to know that? So I'm I'm halfway between Dean and Eric here because what happens is Rachel says, so what kind of woman are you attracted to? And according to the way it's edited, Will is like, I mostly dated white girls. And so it sounds like that's what he's attracted to. What he should have done if he didn't actually do this and they edited it was to say, like, oh, I, I like women that are funny, 
smart, yeah. blah, 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 whatever. And, you know, it just so happens that I happen to have dated a lot of white yeah. women in the past. Like, you should don't lead with that. I it feel made, like yeah, that was... Yeah, it made it sound worse, <clears throat> I think, than it actually was. Right, right. Because I, I agree with what Eric was saying. It's like, there may be some expectations. You want to clarify what your dating history is. Um, but I think he maybe could have done that in a more... Well, and then he just kind of digs himself into a deeper and deeper hole because then she asks, what type of, like, partner are you in a relationship? And he says, I'm very passionate. Yes. And she has just literally, like, you know, an hour earlier noted that there was not a whole lot of passion coming from him. Uh, He says, in fact, that a mistake he made in his past relationship was that there was too much physical intimacy. Too much. Yikes, buddy. (laughs) Uh, what is that? I feel like, whoa. I know. What happened that was so much physical intimacy? Um, anyway, he gets cut. Uh, she says that she doesn't feel like they are passionate together, that he wasn't physical with her, and Will takes it like a man. Mm -hmm. He says, you know, I can, I mean, he's very understanding. He does not seem that into her. I mean, that's the bottom line. Like, I think I don't, that's true. Yeah. He, yeah I, I don't think anybody's feelings were hurt. I they feel like this is... They both were kind of friend-zoned. Yep. Unlike Jack Stone, who seemed, like, totally blindsided and just, like, flabbergasted that he was being sent home. Right. I feel like Jack Stone was ready to get down on one knee at the end of that date. Well, he was ready to lock the door. <laughs> um, We have one more rose ceremony, and it's bittersweet because instead of... Keeping Alex, who is freaking hot, like really mm-hmm. funny, right. funny, smart, has interesting, has a little bit of an accent, and obviously a Russian agent, and like rocks a man. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. We have to say. I mean, he'll like, be fine. He'll well land. Trump. Right. He'll land a cushy job in the Trump administration. I think he's actually so he'll be fine. At the White House right now. <laughs> he and Jeff Sessions actually are roommates, <laughs> but Jeff Sessions has not disclosed it. Um, she. Cuts poor Alex right. and keeps Matt. Like, what the... I feel like, is this a giant... Are we being catfish? Yeah. <laughs> is that... Is, what's his name? Nev? He's going to come out? Right. Well, is he thinking... Is she thinking, like, I really want to meet Matt's family? Like, I, I want to see where this guy comes from. Yeah, I mean, who who is this guy? I, we still don't know. We still haven't... He's, he, you know, he's nothing to me. He means nothing. You mean so. nothing, Matt. <laughs> Uh, so his feelings. He's, he's listening. listening right now. Matt, we're sorry. It's not your fault. <laughs> I'm sure. Maybe you were really interesting on the show when they cut you. They what cut your screen down, down. I don't want to say it, but I, I don't know. He's got a big penis. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, did he lead with that coming uh, out of the limo? Yeah. How does she know? Yeah. Maybe Ooh, when they played handball. Knows. He's got giant those hands that Jonathan was. Oh, we're actually those are scale. Yeah, Yeah. those are two scale. Um, He was the mold for those. (laughs) Okay, that's it, right? I think that's it. Thank God. More in your notes. No, I got nothing. Um, I got blank space. How could you? you? Yeah. Oh Jesus! All right. Oh, and we needed to Taylor Swift. (laughs) We needed to say also that we're going on vacation for a couple of weeks, so we. We will be recording, but it might be a little bit more delayed. For any of you who are not on vacation, sucks to be you. We'll be enjoying the San Juan Islands. And celebrating motherfucking America. Happy 4th of July. We'll see you back here uh, with less show to discuss. We will be podcasting, but it might be on a delayed schedule. Yeah, but you'll wait for it, and it'll be worth it. All right. My mind's telling me no.
But my body, my body telling me yes, baby. I don't want to hurt nobody, but there is something that I must confess to you. Just what you need, girl. So, so baby, bring your body hey, to hey, me. Bring your body here. I'm not fooling around with you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.